1: It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Finance Daily, episode 990, Get Rich With The Cha-Ching Instinct by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host, and a very happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend, and welcome back to a brand new week of content here at the show. And have you heard our other podcasts yet? Optimal Living Daily covers topics like minimalism, personal development, and productivity. So if you like today's episode from MMM, You're definitely gonna like that show too. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find it along with the other shows. For now, let's get right to our post as we optimize your life. Get Rich With The Cha-Ching Instinct by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com Ah, delayed gratification. It's one of the defining advantages of humanity itself the ability to put off immediate pleasure for the purpose of getting even better results in the future. Compared to lower animals or instincts, we've got this ability locked down. Leave a dog in a room with a piece of tasty meat and a chart showing that dogs earn a 20,000% annual return for any meat left uneaten, and the dog will still choose not to invest. But while most of us can out-strategize our pets, we humans still vary widely in our ability to set aside resources for the future. This difference in ability starts to show itself very early in life. My favorite example of this is a famous old psychological study that looked at young children, offering them one cookie now or several cookies in a few minutes. When left unsupervised, some kids immediately grabbed and ate the initial bait, while others exercised their willpower and emerged from the trial with a bigger bounty in exchange for waiting. The results were noted, but the researchers then kept in touch with these children, following through on their lives as young adults. As it turned out, the pleasure delayers did better in school, graduated to get better jobs, and ended up in higher-paying careers as adults with fewer debt problems. I saw similar results with some of my subcontractors back when I ran a small house building company. One worker in particular would take his payment every Friday and immediately convert it to cash at one of those rip-off check-cashing places. On the following Monday, he might show up with new accessories on his car and a new pair of sunglasses that were more expensive than mine, He would drive to the fast food restaurants every day for lunch while I ate my peanut butter sandwiches. And long before Friday, he was out of money again. What is it that separates the instant gratification crowd and people like Mr. Money Mustache, who hasn't had less than $1,000 of just-in-case money sitting around since sometime before age 15? Are the spenders the only ones out there having all the fun while I sulk at home worrying about money? A recent NBC News article offered another peek into the psychological differences between the saver and the spender. In that story, a neurological researcher actually watched the brain activity of various types of people and noticed that those with a better ability to imagine the future in detail were also better at making wise financial decisions like delaying purchases. And that sounded just about right to me because I am a compulsive future imaginer. I've already got my next several years worth of projects, trips, and blog posts mentally mapped out, and sometimes they swim around in my head so much that I have to remind myself to practice the zen habit of living in the moment and breathing calmly. Fortunately, at that point, I get to look around at my present life and marvel at how exceptionally good it is as well. And with all this background, we can finally understand the difference between savers and spenders right as they stand in front of the cash register about to make a purchase. The compulsive spender thinks mostly about what is in his hand. I want it, I want it, and I'm about to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The future-oriented saver thinks more about the eventual results. This is something I have decided to buy. It will reduce my monetary wealth, but I estimate that the added life benefits over time will exceed the loss caused by the missing money. I hope so anyway. More significant is the feeling each person gets when he does not make a purchase. The spender thinks, hey, I wanted this thing and I don't get to have it. Wah! Whereas the saver thinks, I just avoided a purchase and I am richer because of it. Cha-ching! This has great implications in the often challenging field of not spending all your money. The common wisdom is that you create a budget and allocate a certain amount of your money to savings, and the rest to guilt-free spending. During the initial period of spending, you get to say, Yeah, yeah, I'm buying stuff, hooray! Then, when you hit the ceiling in each category, you're back to, wah! Mr. Money Mustache has always suggested that budgets are only for beginners. They are built on the assumption that the yeah stage is desirable and you will only stop when you reach the limit. Take as much instant gratification as you can each month, but cut yourself off before you do too much damage. Instead, what if you could make the not spending just as rewarding as spending feels to the regular consumers? You can, of course, and it's very easy. It's just a matter of cultivating your own little cha-ching instinct. Every time you don't spend unnecessary money, you have won a little game. It is a game of becoming stronger, wealthier, more focused on what really matters in life, and more able to do the same thing next time. You have simultaneously both increased your means and decreased your needs. Your safety margin and independence in life just grew a little bit, and the entire rest of your life will now be better because of it, just from avoiding or delaying a single purchase. What a spectacular reward. Cha-ching! If you currently need more money and yet feel like reducing your spending would be an unpleasant deprivation, this article is for you. You just need to work on your chiching instinct to reverse your idea of what is rewarding. Feel each little win. Compare it to the lifelong drain of a loss. Add up the little wins and watch as they multiply to become enormous. Think in more detail about the future and the peaceful feeling of knowing that money is something you will never have to worry about again or the giddy feeling of knowing you don't have to go to work ever again, even while you might choose to do so with great enthusiasm. The older I get, the more I realize that the future really does arrive on a regular basis. Gifts set aside by the younger me arrive in my current life and are much appreciated. By imagining your own future more vibrantly, you too might see fit to give some gifts to your future self. You'll be thanking yourself sooner than you expect. You just listened to the post titled, Get Rich With The Cha-Ching Instinct by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. If
0: you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable.
1: And that's a wrap for another Monday show. Hope your week is off to a great start and that you have a terrific rest of your day. And I'm going to be back with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.